Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Welcome to Radio Rehab. I'm your host, Dana. If you would like to contact us, you can email Radio Rehab at gotoproductions.com. You can call or text 415-496-9511 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's at Radio Rehab Dana. You can also go to radio.rehab. So first of all, we're going to do a little recap here of last week. Last week, we had Chris G. Tribute Week, and since then, we've been to Chris G.'s funeral, which was on Saturday, and... Um, it was nice. It was nice to yeah. have. I, his, I think his brother really did a great job um, of carrying carrying the whole thing, and you know, a lot of people showed up, and that was really heartwarming. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people showed up. It's weird to you know. Hopefully, you don't go to funerals very often where there where somebody passes away so young, right? You know? And it's like it was a little harder to you know. How do you memorialize somebody like that when you know, like? They shouldn't. They should still be here on the planet. You know what exactly. I mean? Yeah, that's what I was, there was a lot of sadness and even a little bit of anger. Like, wait a second. There's a 42 year old in an urn, and that's not right. Right. You know. I mean, yeah. It's normally when you memorialize somebody, it's you know, and he was a great father and a great grandfather, and you know, that's another thing that I was a little angry about. Is Chris will never get to be any of those things. Mm-hmm. Like his life was just incomplete um he was like he started all these great things and didn't get to finish them but we and a lot of people listened last week thank you guys for for listening uh and you and i were approached uh well you were approached (laughs) i was just standing next to you (laughs) well no and i introduced you to everybody (laughs) but uh yeah you know uh but we yeah we got to meet a, a a handful of people that were that had been listening and really thanked us and were really appreciative of uh of the tribute that we did last week so and that's so cool i'm really glad that we could you know provide a service and show what chris did when he was trying to be sober you know, which was in the last three years right right which is all very recent stuff because you know there was a lot of talk about all the stuff he did in high school and all the plays he did and side note really quick um I because I went to theater school like I was just telling producer Char you know I'm a little bit of a theater snob and we went over to Chris's house and they were putting on uh him and West Side Story in high school and I'm like oh god you know and I'm looking at all the other kids Chris was phenomenal I, I mean he could have gone to Juilliard I was floored. I didn't even know that he had done all these plays. That, I he knew I went to theater that. school. Why didn't he tell me he was an actor? It was. It's like yeah. I've known him for seventeen and a half years. He, I, yeah, that was that was really interesting because it was all about a lot of it was about him and and drama. It was it was drama and baseball basically. Yeah, exactly. And but like when I saw it, I because you know I'm like oh kids in schools doing drama they don't really know. But oh my god, he was so good. Well, the um, they had like a wall of uh you know like they had like, the boards of pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. And then that frame picture of him with the uh, was a lion. That's the one that makes me cry. Yeah, I took a picture that and I have that on my phone like if anyone listening has footage of Chris playing the cowardly lion I I need to have that yeah I, I gotta watch that but yeah there were just it's yeah it was just it was yeah very bittersweet it was you know so much and um you know we recorded last week's episodes you know early in the week and then midweek and so 
it's kind of interesting because everything started all the comments and all the responses to to our emails and our texts were flowing in uh at the end of the week like on friday after we had recorded already yes here uh let's read a couple of these responses here's one response Thank you so much for sharing the past episodes of Chris. It's so wonderful to hear him sober again. He used to send me messages to listen every day when you guys were recording. I remember so many events he discussed, his rock bottom at the hotel, his drinking before work, and so many others. Chris loved and valued your friendship. Thanks again, and I'm so happy you're still doing what makes you happy. Thank you, Bethany, for writing that in. That's so sweet. And then, of course, Dennis wrote in. um, Dennis spoke at the... Yeah, he spoke at the funeral, and he wrote in, um, calls Chris Crispy, and showed actual proof that Chris was in a boy band. It was so funny, because when Chris was telling me, when he was telling us those stories, and I remember him telling me that years and years ago, we were on the phone, he was telling me all this boy band stuff, and I'm like, shut up, that's a South Park episode. Like, oh, did you have a song called Finger Bang too? Like, come on. And then to see the pictures, oh my God, he genuinely was in a boy band. Yeah, and I guess uh, apparently like they <laughs> like, and, and it's not just like, oh, we're forming a boy band so that we could pretend to be a yeah, boy no, band. Yeah, no, they went they, places and performed. And they like got a manager and <laughs> they choreographed things and practiced and did all this kind of crazy stuff. So yeah. Like, oh, that's a real boy band. <laughs> like, they really were in a boy band. They might as well just call it a band. <laughs> Here's another one. This person did not leave their name. Uh, Dana, I just want to say thank you for doing this tribute to Chris G. I've known Chris since junior year of high school, and my husband doesn't remember a time without Chris in his life. Hearing these podcasts are bittersweet. Yeah, I, I, I have a feeling it would be like that for a lot of people. Bittersweet to hear his voice, hear him all talking about recovery, and then know that he died from his disease mm-hmm. of alcoholism, not cancer. I know when I say disease, some people who might not be in recovery might be like, oh, what, he had a disease. Um, so just for those of you listening who um, aren't in recovery, when we say disease, we're talking about the disease of alcoholism and addiction, which is a very serious disease to us because we have it. You know, if we pick up one drink or drug, we have no control over what happens after that. Yeah, but but thanks to everybody that listened. I hope you guys keep listening. If you know that somebody, if you know of somebody that this might be helpful for, um, Please share it because um, yeah, that's the mission of this show. That's the mission. That's what Chris G would have wanted. Yeah. Um, we're kind of you know, sadly we're have, you know going to close the chapter yeah. on Chris G and um, move on and keep doing keep doing what we're doing, which is uh, which is starting with this week with. Uh, yeah, starting this week, we've got Greg Baldwin on. Greg is a comedian and a sober person, <laughs> and he's awesome. I love Greg; he's so sweet. Well, uh, we've I've known Greg for he it's almost like just like you, how you with, you with Chris. It's like I've known Greg for probably about fifteen years now. Uh, he was also somebody I knew from radio. He was uh, he was a sales guy over at uh, CBS Radio when I when I was working at that. Well, you were working there as well, but he was KCBS, so he's across the hall. Right. And back then you were antisocial. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, back then I was like nights and do in my own world. Like I was never even there in the day to see anybody in sales. And so unless they partied on the weekend and I saw them at parties. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, because it's it's well, what's funny is we talk about all these things that it's like our experience at CBS. Was so different yeah because you were so like there in the day 
I, I, and you knew everybody and I would know people through like emails like hey can you voice this spot and like I would never see the person <laughs> yeah I guess that's it I guess that's, that's the difference between again I was there all day I'd still be there when you showed up <laughs> oh my god yeah what do I mean you were there yeah you weren't just there in the mornings you were also there at night but um but yeah so Greg was in sales and he was across the hall and uh but he he had his own demons he was uh he was a meth addict and um, he moved to L.A. and was kind of that's kind of where he hit rock bottom. Right. And um, but then he picked himself off of the bootstraps and he's doing really well now. He's a comedian and he's actually got his own podcast, uh, uh, Second Chances, where um, they're not all recovery, but it's you know like it's about him it starts with him being in recovery and having his second chance at life because he's a comedian he's uh he's doing work he does a lot of work in recovery and he's you know he's just living a great life out in LA and um what they do is they talk to a bunch of people about giving you know them getting their second chances right so um and yeah I'm just really proud of him and um when we recorded this last year he was actually in town for his very first comedy show in the Bay Area. And it was really funny. Oh yeah, that's right. We all went together. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yes, we went. I well, I, I don't know. I, that was 4 months ago. Drugs. <laughs> you didn't do drugs. <laughs> You can't use my excuse. That's I can't even use that excuse. Well, actually, it had a lasting effect on my brain, so I can still use that excuse, even so, though I haven't done them in that, a long time. For, for, that's an inside joke between us, is every time I give her crap for forgetting something, she's just like, eh, what are you, drugs. drugs. What are you going to do? What you do? <laughs> drugs in the 90s. What are you going to do? But anyways. Um, so, so, yeah, Greg, Greg is our guest host on the show this week. And without further ado, let's get to know him. Hi, Greg. Thank you for being on Radio Rehab. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dana. So um, let's get to know you a little bit okay. since the first episode. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, like um, how long you've been sober, mm-hmm. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I've been sober. I got sober on Valentine's Day of 2007, so about, what, 10 and a half years. Awesome. Uh, which is incredible. And uh, uh, during the day, I am director of admissions for a group of uh, drug and alcohol treatment centers. Uh, so I help people get into rehab and into, into our programs. And uh, at night, I'm a stand-up comedian. And I also have a podcast called Second Chances, which is stories of people who got a second chance in life, hosted by two comedians living theirs. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. And you're one of the comedians, obviously. I'm, yeah, I'm one of the comedians and Ant from uh, uh, Last Comic Standing. He was on Last Comic Standing five seasons. And he was um, he was the host of Celebrity Fit Club. He's been like on all these TV uh, shows and stuff like that. So he's the other host. And uh, yeah, it's really great. We've had like Jamie Kennedy and um, uh, um, who else? Jamie Kennedy, Margaret Cho, uh, uh, tons of people. Are all, are all these people um, sober people? Like is Jamie Kennedy sober? No. So oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but so, he's just a comedian, so it's okay. Yeah, so it's not a recovery podcast. It's a podcast of just about... Uh, you know, inspirational stories. Um, oh, okay. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Wilson. Uh, why am I? Carney Wilson. Wilson. God, well, how can I not forget? I, that's what I was thinking, but I'm like, there's no way he's talking about her. Yeah, Car- no, <laughs> Carney Wilson. Carney Wilson. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, Carney Wilson was on it. She was talking about recovery, but she was also telling stories of like how Brian, her dad, her dad was uh, um, Brian uh, of the Beach Boys. Brian. Yeah. 
uh, Brian Jones, and then, uh, no, what's his name? Wilson, Brian, Brian Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. God, I'm slow today. <laughs> Brian Wilson, and uh, like how he was trying to give her heroin when she was 10 years old. Oh my and, God. Yeah. So, I mean, just really fascinating fascinating stories. Then when we had, uh, we also had like the head sheriff of LA County Jails, uh, who was also the number two person in charge of the entire California state prison system on. Uh, we had a, a, a an actress that was, uh, her second chance was helping animals. Uh you know, her dedicating her life. So it's just, you know, it's really cool. It's really that cool. is. Mm-hmm. That's if you read Mackenzie Phillips' book. I have not, but I, I. You should have her on your show. I bet she would be incredible. Yeah, she's a, she's a, uh, she's, she's pretty nuts. Huh? Yeah, she is. And she works in the field. She yeah. works for some treatments in her in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I read part of her book, and I was like, because I'm like, oh, I had the craziest childhood ever, and then I read her book, and I'm like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, her dad was one of the Beach Boys. Yeah, or, uh, or, no, Mamas and Papas. Yeah, Mamas and Papas. I yeah. get this so confused. Yeah. yeah, I read a book called California Dreaming when I was younger that was fascinating about uh, Michelle Phillips uh-huh. and. Uh, 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 Mama Cass, right? Mama Cass and stuff. I mean, it was just fascinating. Um, so it was, re- and then it was really cool to have Carney uh, Carney Wilson on. Just all that history. And, I know. You know. It was fascinating. It's so cool to see like how okay these people are now after all the stuff that they've been through. Yeah. I mean, especially Mackenzie Phillips. Like, I mean, her dad got her pregnant. I was like, how is that? Even oh. something we're talking about, you know? That's insane. So insane. I know. It's like there's always, that's one thing I like about recovery is as bad as you feel like you had it or as bad as you feel like you are, there's always somebody who had it way worse. Yep. Yep. And we all get to relate on some common ground. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. Getting pregnant by your dad. I know. I Yeah. I would be ruined. But yeah, she's, she's sober and um, her son is sober too, mm. so- yeah, it's really cool because our podcast, it's like we want to bring hope and inspiration to people and have a positive message, you know, and it's, it's kind of timely with, with everything that's going on in society today and and the craziness. So it's really cool. And it's really cool to sit down with the people with interesting stories about recovery or uh, weight issues or, you know, what depression and um, and to hear these people's stories about how they've overcome obstacles in their life, you know, and, uh, it's just incredible. It's just really fascinating to, to learn about people and be able to sh- share their story. Yeah. I, I went to see Marianne Williamson speak and some woman was talking about, she's like lost her faith completely because all this terrible stuff was happening. Like her, um, like youngest child was diagnosed with some fatal disease and just all this wow. terrible stuff. And Marianne Williamson was saying like the gift of all the grief that we go through is that we become the only person that can help other people. Yeah. Like we become, the, there's somebody out there who no one else is going to understand, but somebody else who's gone through this. That's what I think. Like we go through these things. Like, you know, I always used to look at being a drug addict and, uh, uh as a, a curse. Mm-hmm. And now that I've gotten sober, I view it as a gift. Yeah. Because it's put me in a position to help other people. And uh, it's, you know, and so it really is a gift. And now, you know, I don't I don't regret any, I regret some of the decisions I made, you know, throughout the course of my using, but I don't regret or, or wish I didn't have addiction because now I live this incredible, wonderful life of uh, service and having the opportunity to help other human beings. And, and I, you know, it's the, it's such a gift, you know, and I think, you know, that's what life's about. Life is about, I think we all have to find our way to be a service in this world, whether for me, it's to help other, reco- you know, p- people find recovery of drugs and alcohol. Some people might be to raise a family. Some people might be to own a business and employ people, you know, but my, my gift in my life now has become, you know, helping drug addicts and alcoholics find sobriety. 
That's awesome. I feel like I'm, I feel it the same way. Like somebody said, if you could go back back in time, would you just have never done drugs? And I was like, no. Like I, I, I want to be where I'm at right now. Like this is how I want to be. Yeah. This is how I feel happy. Yeah. And it's like you know, I'm always the best thing to make me feel better is helping another addict or alcoholic. Yeah. Like no, no matter what, that's the answer. It is. Is it's, like go help somebody else. It's you know, whenever I start getting into depression or anxiety, it's usually because I'm sitting around worried about myself, why I'm not getting this, worried about the future, and the more I become self-centered and, and uh, self-seeking, the more depressed and 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 the more miserable I get. But what I found is that the way out of that is doing service and helping other people. And that's the way to become whole, healthy and whole again, you know, yeah. is through service. And that's like when, when, since the beginning of like program and everything, like that was mm-hmm. always where it started was helping, you know, people helping other people. Like it used to be like that um, in the beginning, like people be helping other people before they'd even been sober for that long. Mm-hmm. They have two weeks and mm-hmm. they'd be helping other people. Yep. So that's like, I feel like that's really, that's totally the way to be happy in my yeah. opinion. I was, you know, and, you know, just because we get clean and sober off drugs and alcohol doesn't mean that we live this incredible free life all the time. We still have to deal with life on life's terms. Oh, yeah. You know, and bad things happen and depression and anxiety and stuff like that. But I've been given the tools to get through that stuff without drinking and using, you know. And uh, I think, you know, having those tools through recovery to, you know, I just went through this, you know, I have a big show coming up and I've been in a lot of fear and anxiety and worrying about myself. And so what I did is I went and I, you know, I helped, I helped other drug addicts and I prayed and meditated a little more and I was able to get myself back centered, you know, so it's a gift. Yeah, it really is. I always look at people who aren't addicts or alcoholics and when they're going through issues, I'm like, God, it sucks that you don't have any program you can do like because they don't have any need to go to you know like to do what we do to stay clean and sober Mm -hmm. so it's it's i always feel i'm just so grateful that Mm -hmm. that we have the tools that we have Mm -hmm. and that's because um my second chance is like this time i've learned by watching other people um how to how to go through grief sober because i i had three years um a long time ago my dad passed away and unfortunately during that last year i kind of just felt like i graduated like I, I wasn't doing anything I wasn't you know I wasn't doing a program I was just like dry pretty mm-hmm. much and then when he passed away I had no defenses against that yeah so like now this time when I was over I watched my friends lose parents and I just watch how people do it with grace mm-hmm. and dignity like you know I, I know someone who has um, cancer uh, metastatic cancer it's never mm-hmm. gonna go away and I watch wow. that person deal with it you know, and stay sober. Wow. Like, gives me, it, like, people like that give me hope. So I feel like somehow I have to give other people hope too. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. It's a trip, you know. It's weird being sober. I've been getting, I've been drinking and using my whole life. And now, you know, I never, but, you know, I think like when I was growing up, you know, I loved to party and I loved the way drugs and alcohol made me feel, but I never imagined that I would be a drug addict. Yeah. Never like when I was a little kid and with feathered hair and like playing baseball and like all the dreams and hopes and aspirations in this world. Never in a million years did I think I would be a drug addict that, you know, that lost everything. Yeah. It's like that terminal, terminal uniqueness or whatever they call it, where Mm -hmm. it's like I would see other people like that and I'd be like, oh, that's too bad. I'll never get that bad. I'd I'd stop before, you know, as if I have the choice to stop whenever I want. I'd be like, Mm -hmm. oh, I would never get that bad. 
you know, and it's like I had to like I, I guess I had to I had to just quit digging my hole because I hit yeah. bottom like forever ago and then I just made it so much worse for myself. Yeah. Your uh, your bottom is when you stop digging. Exactly. Some people have high bottoms. Some people have low bottoms. Mine was pretty low, but some people never make it and die. Yeah, exactly. And then there's people who are in jail for the rest of their lives or, yep. or dead. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. If you want more from Greg Baldwin, you can find him on his website, therealgregbaldwin.com. You can find his podcast, Second Chances, at secondchances.tv. Thanks again for listening. We will be back tomorrow with more Greg Baldwin talking about his service work in jails and prisons. Keep coming back. Sex and drugs and rock and roll Is all my brain and body need Sex and drugs and rock and roll 